Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. We're back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike to tell you along with Herb Tyler. And we're going to go to our Inside the Tiger Den segment. And it's brought to you by Go Tax Resolution. Your go-to tax resolution team, Go Tax Go. Again, your go-to tax resolution team, Go Tax Resolution. On our Oakwood Hard Jewelers talking text line from the Louisiana Radio Network, Jeff Palermo. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Hey, Mike and Herb. How you guys doing today? Doing good. good. Doing good, Jeff. Good, Jeff. Um, Jeff, uh, uh, news sort of broke uh, Sunday uh, when Brian Kelly cut the deal with um, a guy I know just a little bit, Pete Jenkins, <laughs> that he would bring him back and sort of help out the defensive line. And all week long, there's certainly been a lot of indications that we're going to see a different look from the defensive line and different personnel along that defensive line. So, uh, Pete, you know, he told me this Sunday, I- I'm not a miracle worker. But I, I'm going to give it everything I got to try to help things out along that defensive line. Uh, and I think maybe a little bit different look from the front seven. Um, what do you sort of believe could potentially be that look? I mean, is it possible we might see less than uh, less of Mason Smith? Can we see more of a, of a Jordan Jefferson? Uh, is that possible? Uh, do we see possible. maybe more? Uh, do we see more of a Paris Shan, someone like that? Um, Jalen Lee, do they get a little bit more in the rotation? I mean, at this point, I, I don't know what else y- you got to lose. I, I mean, you've, you've run this group out there for pretty much uh, five games, and it hasn't worked, and it certainly has been the emphasis this week. It has been the talking point that Coach Brian Kelly has brought up pretty much every time he has spoke to the media while you know a lot of the focus gets put on this defensive secondary because guys are running wide open and and so forth but um the the real issue here is the defensive line not getting any any pressure uh, on these opposing quarterbacks and that's a, that's been a big concern do you think Deshaun Womack is going to be part of that too cuz uh, we've seen glimpses of him man that guy he can come off the edge hard now, again, you got to learn how to keep that helmet uh, uh, and that buckle strap. But other than that, um, I'm interested to see if he's not part of this rotation more because of his pass rush skills. He's a five-star prospect, and I, I agree. I think you got to get him out on the field. Now, I understand, um, you know, just like Whit Weeks, uh, there's probably some things that, uh, you know, he's going to make some mistakes out there, but his speed and athleticism that he has on the football field could cover up some of those mistakes. 
But we saw it in the Arkansas game when he had an opportunity to play. He, he at least had a he at least got you a sack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let, let's let's see. I mean, you, you got to try something. And you know what? Go back to even last year. Um, you know, with Harold Perkins, it took a while for this defensive coaching staff to figure out exactly how to use him. And they they would use, you know, some excuses on why they wouldn't use him. You go back to that Tennessee game. The, the excuse was that year, well, Tennessee, they, they spread out their wide receivers so far, so we thought it would it would make Harold Perkins ineffective. Who cares? He's the one guy that's making a play. He's making plays. Exactly. Figure out how to use him. <laughs> so, and, and so, again, we're kind of stuck in this thing where they have some guys that maybe they can use, but they don't know exactly how to use them. And that's, uh, I think that's, that's frustrating. So we, we've been talking about how uh, difficult that game was to watch and, you know, the, I guess the, the, the not-so-good side of that game last night. <laughs> Give me some bright spots that you saw last week on offense and defense, if you don't mind, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, I know it would be oh. long on offense. But <laughs> so well, we skipped over that defense. Let's start with defense first. <laughs> I, I, man, defensively, it's it's tough. I mean, when you give up a school record 706 yards, I, I don't know really what you what you can point to. I I, I really I, I really don't. Uh, that's tough. But I mean, obviously, offensively, it's. <laughs> it's they're they're cruising along, and I think Brian Thomas's emergence has been um, that's been huge. Yeah, I mean because this is a guy he, he's kind of a reserved guy, he's kind of a quiet guy, and I think he is finally learning that you know what I can be really good at this level, and I think that's what we've seen here the last couple of weeks. I, I think he understands that his uh, athleticism, his size, his ability to be physical. Um, that is too much for you know defensive backs on this level, and so that's impressive. Now, do you start to see? Uh, I, I still think you could still get Mason Taylor involved here a little bit more. I, I do think that ankle injury has slowed him down a little bit, so I think maybe you might see a little bit more of him, especially considering. Uh, it looks like you know there's a possibility you're not going to have Aaron Anderson and Chris Hilton for this game, so you're going to need some some other options uh, out there. So yeah, I, I think uh, offensively they are just they've they've been really good. So today though is the key: can they can they run the football effectively against Missouri? Missouri's been very good against uh, against in the rush defensively. Um, and LSU, I think, would like to try to maybe play, in a sense, keep away from their, their own defense, right? Can they? <laughs> maybe, obviously, they're going to have explosive plays because they got explosive receivers, but can they have some drives as well that eats up some clock by running the football to keep their defense off the field? And I know Missouri's numbers are good defensively, but I also look at Missouri and see who they play, who they've played, and it's not like th- this by far is their toughest test offensively. Jeff, one of the things we got to see more and more of is uh, in the secondary, and, and just because of the incidents that have happened now with Deuce Chestnut, uh, who is no longer with the team, and they'll revisit that in a couple weeks, but just starting corners and Zy Alexander and Denver Harris. But now we're getting to see the young kids and Ashton Stamps and LaTerrence Welch. And, and I think – you know, that part of the development of both Stamps and Welsh, I, I want to see more of because you just can't have two cornerbacks. But right now, LSU, the rotation, four guys. Yeah. It's Zy, it's Denver Harris, it's Ashton, 
and it's Welsh. Is those four? That's it. Uh, it, it. I thought about that this week. I said, what if one of these guys goes down? And I, I understand Sage Ryan. He could play cornerback. Uh, you know, he, he, he obviously practiced there uh, during the preseason camp. But they are, man, they are so so thin at this point. And and the Deuce Chestnut situation has been. That's been a disappointment, and we don't obviously know the particulars, so I'm just going to say it from a – because so I don't know what might personally be going on there, but it's just a disappointment from a, a football field perspective in that this was a guy that uh, you maybe I think you were hoping could be your, your Jarek Bernard Converse from a season ago, right? I mean, a guy that had success yeah. at another Power 5 school and had experience, and you bring him here, and he, and he really solidifies one of those cornerback spots. And obviously that was the idea. He started in the Florida State game. And then uh, after that, you, you really didn't see much of him. And now he's not, not even on the team. Um, so hopefully you get something out of – I mean, LaTerrence Welch has got the makeup that I think could be a really good cornerback. I mean, six foot one, 195 pounds, uh, a talented guy. Didn't play that much in high school because he suffered a severe uh, knee injury. But to me, he's got the, he's got the, the traits to be a really good player. And Ashton Stamps, he could be a playmaker. He was at Ruston, but uh, excuse me, at Rummel. But, uh, I mean, he's still he's – a, he's a young guy, and you're throwing him out there as a true freshman just hoping that guy can, can make some plays. I, I think it's just going to be a bumpy road all season long with this defensive secondary. And, and hopefully maybe for a guy like Denver Harris, maybe the, maybe the light switch comes on here in the second half of the year. I still have faith that he could still be a really good cornerback. Jeff, I asked you a question last week. How does Coach Kelly get this team up so they don't have a letdown? So we saw what happened. So I'm going to ask you something similar. How does Coach Kelly get these guys up <laughs> this week so that they can play to their potential? Well, I think it eventually for the players themselves, isn't it a matter of pride, Herb? I yep. mean, isn't it a matter – I mean, we just got torched for 55 points uh, mm-hmm. a week ago. This is, you know, from the player's perspective. We, we, they can't, the player has to be saying we can't let that happen again. That, that, that is not the st- – and I would imagine they're – I don't know if there's been a – I would think there's probably been one of those team meetings or there's been people that have come in. I, I'm sure they've heard from even – alumni players that have played on uh, great LSU defenses in the past, and they've heard that this is not the standard. I mean, to me, I, I don't know really what the coaching staff else can say. You just point at the, the, the three numbers, 706, 55 points. I mean, just that, that should, as a, as a, as a player, uh, you, you, sh- you should be fired up for this game, and you're going up against the Missouri offense where everybody's talking about Brady Cook, and he hasn't thrown an interception in nearly a year, and they have a great wide receiver themselves, and in uh, and- Luther Burden, a, a former five-star uh, recruit. So it's-, it's time for this defense themselves to say, all right, enough is enough. It's time for us to at least start playing some sort of complimentary football with the offense. They don't have, and this is the thing, they don't have to be great. No. They just have to be around average. Yep. And they're not, they're not even there. And that's, that's the frustrating part. Yeah, Jeff, they're not even close to average. That, yeah, that, that's right. really the frustrating part of it. I'll leave you with this note. Uh, Eddie Gross, who, who's on with us weekly from BetMGM after the Florida State uh, game, and I told him, I said, listen, there are two teams. I'm not sure how you're going to put an over and under line on. One is LSU. The other one's USC. 
So he did it this week with me. He did the show, and he's like, Mike, you were never more right in your life. Man, they, they, both these teams, it's like a track meet. Every time you watch USC play, and now LSU sort of following the exact same formula. And that now, now he he took the under this week with LSU Missouri. So I told him, you know, be at peril uh, because when you watch them, man, LSU can put up unbelievable numbers offensively, but unless their defense becomes, as you put it, average, and we haven't seen that uh, other than the Mississippi State game. Man, you in a track meet every game. I, I think maybe the one thing that could potentially help LSU here is they're not facing a guy that can run the football at quarterback. That's true. Right? I, I think I think that right. might be. So I mean, they were able when they faced Mississippi State, uh, pocket passer. Uh, they were able to key in on him and, and made life difficult for him. Maybe they can do that here with with Brady Cook, but. I the, the the thing with him is he is get he gets rid of the ball so quick yep. and so I we'll, we'll see if LSU can can do something to uh, potentially try to slow him out. But Brady Cook has been so good. And the other thing that concerns me, we talk about their their wide receiver Luther Burden. They line him up in the slot a lot. Yeah, they do. And and that's concerning to me as well because I don't. Uh, we talked about the the outside corners struggling. Right? They're struggling to guard guys in the slot as well. And so, <laughs> man, oh man, this is it, it's. If this game gets off to a start like it did last week, where Ole Miss just runs up down the field and, and scores easy on LSU, I think it could be another long day for the Tigers. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Yes, we sir. really appreciate it, buddy. Take care. All right, sounds good, guys. Have a good one. All righty, that was our Inside the Tiger Den segment. It's brought to you by Go Tax Resolution, your go-to tax resolution team. Go Tax Go. Again, we want to thank Go Tax Resolution, always a proud sponsor here on WWL, the Big 870. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 